Hello and welcome to Two Men, One Beard. I am your host today, JB, and my co-host, Muno. Uh, how are you today, Muno? How, how are you feeling? Good. It's, uh, well, tired. Because I think every time we record now is a Friday, yeah. um, end of the week. We are Monday to Friday workers, nine to five. Actually, no, I'm like eight to whenever the hell I get out of yeah, it. I'm eight to four as well. <laughs> Just get, get you got um, seven and a half hours a day, I think, for me. Um, but waking up early screws you over because that means you have to sleep early. But yeah. if that, if you can't do that, which is me nowadays, yeah, you have me. to stay awake <laughs> until like one or three. 3 a.m. Why is um, that? Why are you saying up to one? You know, because you gotta do you gotta do your things in the morning. You know. Yeah, I gotta um, <laughs> purchase some shoes. I think in the morning. Are they um, U.S. based? Is that why they're early? Or is it... oh no no. So funnily enough, they're actually U.K. based. Okay. But I think the way it works is that they expect people to not be on the website around that time, like one to three hmm. a.m. So what they tend to do is. Um, Fill the shelves. So yeah, basically. basically. Yeah. But luckily for Americans, they can purchase it because to them, they all think it's just midday or something. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. what the exact time is. But to them, it's a very convenient time. But for us, obviously, staying up at 1 to 3 a.m., it's mm. not really good. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much just... Uh, it's basically shops getting rid of the Yeezy stock because as you probably are aware, Adidas and Yeezy are not together anymore. So... Yeah. Do you know why that is? Why? Because all the way in episode one, I yeah. slated the Yeezys and yeah. they were like, no, we can't do that anymore. Let's get out you of predicted it. predicted the future. That's why it was. Your, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Nostradamus. Like yeah. <laughs> I wish I was. Um, yeah, but Nostradamus, he's only predicted 2012, right? End of the world. I have no idea. I know that's Mayan it? calendar. Um, I think that's, is it? Maybe I'm wrong. But that, that was weird because <laughs> it was the Mayan calendar, which obviously stopped because there was none of them left um and it stopped on the end of december well just a mid-december 2012, 2012 because that's how far they got um but yeah so how was your week because it's been a week since we've had a podcast session yeah um i didn't really do much this week uh i was just very much just preparing for uh for some shoes that are coming out tomorrow mm. but some of it has come out today um it is the special Air Jordan 1 Chicago. So um, I don't know if you're aware of what that is. No. It's basically um, the most, uh, I guess, iconic Jordan 1 hmm. in, uh, ever existed, basically. It's in the same colorway, but unfortunately, this in this version, it's, um, it's called Lost and Found. And the theme of it is, um, imagine... In a warehouse, so this yeah. is what every single person I've seen, I've I've heard um, do a review about this. They always explain this for some weird reason, but it's what, imagine uh, having a shoe in a warehouse and having lost it, and later down the line finding it. So that's why it's called lost and found. So it's gonna come dusty. No, uh, so okay, let me tell you what like the special things about this um this uh this shoe. So the box is gonna come with a mismatched lid. So the lid is supposed to say it's supposed to signify oh we lost the lid for it so mm. we're just gonna use a this lid this yeah, other lid okay uh, it's gonna have a uh, discount stickers on it so it says sixty dollars because mm. bear in mind so nowadays uh, a Jordan one so the one um, that's releasing tomorrow is one hundred and sixty five pounds mm. retail yeah retail mm. guess how much it was like 
years ago. So um, um, before, obviously, prices went up, like initially. How much do you think it was? 40 40 It was like $60, $80, I think. Okay. So I think on the box itself, it actually says $80 or something. Like the price of the original. The original ones, okay. Jordan 1s. Yeah. Um, and also this... Uh, the shoe also comes with like a uh, receipt, like a really old receipt. Mm. So it's back then where people would still write what the item is, how much it is, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and the shoe comes pre-distressed. So the shoe looks dirty and like cracked, but that's just how it is. Okay. So it's it's, it's almost like a homage, fan yeah, service yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. To, to a really old John 1. Because there was a period where, because obviously nowadays, I'm sure you've seen it, people wear jeans that are like distressed mm. basically like holes and stuff yeah and people started doing that with shoes so they started aging their shoes so they started painting certain areas of the shoes and changing the laces to not white basically so like a like an off-whitey color mm. to imitate that and it was just really popular and i think that's what they did they just you know what let's if we can't release the original yeah uh, We'll just release something like an homage or something to it. And I Fair think enough. it's a really cool story. Yeah. And luckily, I won six already. You won he six? He hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, I won six. Mm. I'm going to win more tomorrow. Don't worry. You are a scammer. <laughs> you should be ashamed of Actually, yourself. Actually, I won seven. I just, on the way here, it charged my phone. And I was like, huh? Why did it charge me like 160, 180 euros? I was like, what's that? I looked and I was like, oh. Yeah, I've got a few charges on my phone today as well. Uh, but that was Amazon Black Friday. Um, <laughs> Probably it's soon, right? Black Friday. Like... So Black Friday soon. Amazon started today. Oh, really? Um, okay. I bought all of... I've obviously got rid of Sky in my house. Um, so I bought another Fire Stick. So we can basically just... Smart TV downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. so we're going to have both. So basically one one in my mum's and one in the living room. Okay, fair enough. Because um, uh, we already got a Fire Stick. But we lost the remote, so this way we can just have back to forth. Can you not just use your phone? As a yeah, um, but old people don't like that because they can't use it properly. Okay. So, <laughs> um, and admittedly, using the phone app is the phone app is quite terrible. You press the down button once, it does it like ten times. Um, so I want to go down to look Amazon Prime Video, whatever, and it goes go all the way down to the bloody games or whatever it is they have on the fire stick as well. Are you sure it's a joystick drift? <laughs> no. Joystick controllers, yeah. Oh, and that's what I bought as well. I bought a blue PS5 controller, uh, a really light blue PS5. Um, yeah, so it's like, uh, it's like yeah, there's, there's nothing. Like probably, so there's a Highland Spring packet of, Water is probably that color of the, yeah. the sky there. Um, I assume everybody's gonna know. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, okay, it's just sky blue. Basically. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there were the options were black, white, sky blue, camo, um, pink, like Nova pink. Um, I, I'd hate to have a camo because when you lose your control, you won't be able to find it. <laughs> um, I wanted a camo. Yeah. But that it was thirty nine ninety nine in Argos for camo. Mm. Um, but obviously I wanted to go over Amazon because I was already going to buy an Amazon stick and the camo one was like £60. Pounds, yeah, so. yeah there's, there's no point. Um, you know, well, that's one thing that I feel that's quite really expensive are controllers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Considering how quickly they break, especially yeah. I think the worst console is um, uh, Switch. Probably. Their normal controllers are Joy-Cons. They're so bad. I never buy them. Like, 
so I, I got a new one um, after my original ones broke. Hmm. And those broke after like a few months. So I now I just buy like third party controllers that are a bit more chunkier. Yeah. And looks more robust. Yeah. Than, um, yeah. So my one, um, my L1 sticky. On sticky. My, yeah. So on, like, on my Switch. No, PS5 controller. Um, right. So like right now, it's like obviously I've got my PlayStation controller now. It's fine now. But there'll be at times where it's whenever I need it. So I've had to turn the vibrate off on this when we play COD because sometimes I've noticed when it was sort of... Haptic feedback. Yeah, it's really so it gets it stuck. So it's stuck there. Oh, um, right, stuck. So, right. I thought you meant sticky. I was like, sticky, that's just, you just clean it. No, no, no. So it's literally stuck. And then I will have to bash it like that to get it into place. Because <laughs> obviously... like so, I, so, so for the podcast listeners, um, one is just smacking <laughs> his controller. <laughs> Um, like everything else of it is fine. I've never had stick drift. Um, all the other buttons are good. Like, there's not that much rattling going on in there. There is yeah. obviously a little thing, but I think that's just normal. But it's literally the L1 is just a bit dodgy. So, playing most of the games I play, you need L1 for something. Um, what do you need for COD? So, L1 for COD for me is tactical. Tactical ah, you don't use it anyway. I always use it. But the thing is, anyway. I, I always need it when it's stuck. <laughs> so I'm like pressing like that. I'm like, damn. And then, yeah, I would die. You should anyway, be focusing on your aim. My aim is <laughs> better than yours, right? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got aim bot. Yeah, on your, but you got aim system. assist. Like, I can imagine that runs bots have not have aim bot. I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've, I've done a little bit of shopping. Um, we have a new logo. Yeah. So my friend Neil from um, University, I'm going to actually say his name. I'm not, we don't normally mention our friend's name on here. I'm going to actually say his name. He um, went to university with me in Southampton. Uh, he came down to visit us on Saturday. Uh, I say us, he went to visit me and JB tagged along. We went to, we went, basically went vintage shopping for a bit, was it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know that JB and Neil, they're more into it than I am. Like, I literally just went because I just wanted to show you. Yeah, Neil but Oxford. listen. Listen, you had the opportunity to buy this blazer, this white blazer that had um, ah, uh, what do you call it? Comic. No, you know when there's a word and it sounds like what the action is, onomatopoeia. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I'm not sure if it, that's exactly the word. Is it onomatopoeia? I think it is. Yeah. Um. It had like bang, swoosh, yeah, yeah, and like comic, like action. Yeah, yeah. all those sort adjectives. Of, yeah. I don't really know. Not really an adjective, but yeah, they had all the words on it, all really colourful. And then I said, Muno, you got to get this. And Neil says, you're, you're not leaving this shop without that. And I was like, yes, I got an enabler. I got, we got an enable, <laughs> enable, enable Muno to buy him. Um, but Muno was scared that it didn't fit, but it actually fit him quite well. No, um, it might have looked like it did. Mm. If I made any sudden movements... I would have ripped it. So? So to me, it's got to be... So? It's something weight. to look forward to. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. Like, if, I, if I get down to that way, if I ever get back down to whatever that was, mm. calm, I'll buy that. I'll buy, I'll buy a bunch of other crap that I've been missing out on. Yeah, yeah. Like, getting branded stuff. I'm not a massive fan of branded, but there are some pretty cool things that I might look into. Or even, like, I like suits, right? Okay. So I, I wore suits for three years okay, at my last yeah, job. Yeah. And, like, I've got... Um, they're okay looking suits, but it's just, you know, they're not me. I wonder what you... I'm actually really curious about the stuff you find cool. So there was once I went to London 
and there was a suit on display, I think. Um, and it, came, it had shoes as well, and the whole thing was newspaper. So not made out of newspaper. Yeah, but, yeah, the, but like the, the prints. The, yeah, the it, print yeah, was yeah. newspaper. I thought that was pretty cool. But I was like, that ain't going to fit me. Um, so, yeah, when I do get back down to there, like, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get, like, I don't know, an actual, like, Marvel comic sort of suit. I if I can ever fit into those things, I'll get them. Um, my life is stopped by many things: my 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 size for clothes, yeah, and then my wealth is stopping me from yep. purchasing everything I want to purchase in terms of memorabilia um, and everything. If I was rich, literally, this room that we are sit, sitting in right now would have no space. I don't think you'll be living in this room. I don't think it really well, my ideal thing, if I'm ever rich, right, I want to get a house that has so many rooms, none of them will have bedrooms except one bedroom I'm going to stay in. And all the others are going to be different themes. So there's going to be a massive Harry Potter one. I want it to basically look a bit like a Harry Potter dorm with all the Harry Potter memorabilia on the walls. Like There's also Game of Thrones. I want a library, all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah. So maybe one day I will go back to that shop and be like, do you still have that thing? Yeah, and I'll yeah. be like, yeah, we've been waiting for you. We've been it's waiting really... for you this whole time. And then I'll put it on and like, it starts glowing gold. <laughs> but you, you know what's not stopping you? Food. No. It is being on an advert for... Uh, <laughs> for uh, so uh, would you care to explain what happened yeah. on Saturday? So uh, Yeah, so a bunch of stuff happened on Saturday, right? So... Um, I'm not sure if it was an advert first. Um, I'm not sure what it was yet because they haven't released it yet. Oh, okay. Um, Did you do you have like the details or you follow? Yeah, yeah. So I'll yeah, I'll explain in a sec. So Saturday, obviously Neil came down. Um, I want to thank Neil again um, for doing our brand new logo. Thank you very much. Um, It's very much more colourful. It is much better than the one I designed, Um, and JBS said that many times now. (coughs) Um, I went for uh, dark. Minimal thing, mainly because I, I can't, I can't, I'm not a graphic designer, I can't do that. But Neil's given us a sort of vibrant, colorful, fresh print sort of vibe. Um, and it's actually got us animated, yeah, um, animated, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite type of medium. <laughs> um, and so yeah, thank you, Neil. If you want to follow him, he's also a tattoo, so he's got uh, Instagram called at Nima Tattoo, um, which you can find obviously on Instagram and you can. Call him up, DM him to get any um, designs inked onto your skin, if that's what you're into. He's also um, does a lot of requests uh, for, like, just like images. Say you want to get someone a, a Christmas present where you want them to draw you and your dog hanging out or something, you can request him to draw that and he will do that for you. He's a very talented um, artist. Um, I 100% recommend going to him rather than going to, uh, to us. Yeah, um, if I did that, it'd be stickmen yeah. and then a load of black and yellow colours. Um, so yeah, thank you, um, Nima Tattoo at Nima Tattoo, and thank you at Nima the Artist. Um, so Nima is his name is Neil Martin is so Ni is N E and then Ma M A from Martin. Um, so yeah, give him a follow. Look at his stuff; he's really talented. And um, thank you, Neil, for that wonderful, wonderful new logo that we've got, um, which is which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, Neil, come to visit us uh, on Saturday. I took him down uh, to Oxford City Centre 
we went long ways. We, we walked from my house essentially down towards the over the bridge towards the center. So we went through Cowley, which is um, no, don't dox yourself, <laughs> which is the multicultural um, part of Oxford, uh, where there's a lot of different stuff. Some stuff. people, some people don't really go down there because they're 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 a bit scared. But it's literally it's just it's a good. I think it's a good place. There's good stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on that one road. So essentially, it's a really long road. Um, and we, so we met up with JB just outside, what was it? Where did we meet? I think we were about to go to Seoul Plaza, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Seoul Plaza is a, a Korean grocery, grocery store. store yeah, um, so we went there. We met, it was weird. We, I met an old friend on the way. It was just like, it was like basically our whole meeting reunion for. For you, at least. So side side yeah, characters yeah. in my in my my movies. Savage. <laughs> um, not exactly savage. It's just like it was. It, this was the Avengers film of the when I had my solo films before. If that makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we went into town. Me, Jamie, and Neil. We got some food. We got burritos. Um, we got stopped. Yeah. So well, we didn't get stopped. <laughs> you got stopped. We walked out the shopping centre and a guy in a post, post box, box, yeah, post uh, box outfit uh, costume, yeah, 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 come up to me and he was like, Hey, do you use like beard oil products? And I was like, Oh, why? What are you selling? Right? So, <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 you have to say it properly. <laughs> you have to say it properly. How did I say it to you? <laughs> so you were like, Why? What are you selling? Like, really, like, really abrupt and very, it was straight to the point. And that's why, that's why Neil found it really funny because he was just literally straight up just said, Yeah, what are you selling? Yeah, because, like, I I couldn't be bothered, you know. Like, basically, I'm not a big fan of shopping, right? So, me, Neil, and JB went shopping, and I'm not a massive fan of it. So, um, yeah, so I I had enough of people trying to sell me things. Um, But, yeah, they were like, Oh, if you, they were really nice guys. and if they ever hear this, uh, I'm, I apologize if I felt abrupt and rude <laughs> when you when you first spoke to me. That wasn't the intention. Um, they got they said uh, if you be a part of our video, would you? We will give you a box of beard products. Did they tell you what kind of video was it was for? So was like- so they didn't until I was like, oh, okay, what sort of video is it? And they were like, oh, it's basically just an unboxing. Um, so the company, uh, they haven't sponsored us or anything, um, is called Beard Mail. So mail as in post M-I-M-A-I-L, which makes yeah. sense because they were he was, the person was wearing a post, well, both of them were yeah. post box. So it, they are essentially a company that sells beard products. I don't believe they have their own products. They get, um, I think, independent sort of. Uh, companies, they're not companies I've heard of. So I've heard of obviously like Bulldog and all the other like Man Cave and all that sort of stuff. But they're companies within this one box. Um, I know that subscription boxes are a popular thing now because um, I've seen around is like Tokyo Treat, which is um, you get treats every month from Japan. Um, and there's like Where do you American... find people who are at you? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's the kind of YouTube I watch. <laughs> Where you literally Sakura something, I can't remember what it says. Um, yeah, so you get all that sort of subscription stuff, but this is for beard products. Um, obviously, they're not sponsoring us, I've got to say that now. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to mention them because they were quite cool guys. Um, and they essentially interviewed me while we were opening this box. Um, admittedly, we were I was being interviewed outside of a restaurant, a Lebanese restaurant, which obviously had lots of meat and stuff being cooked. 
Um, and when I was actually smelling the products, I could mainly smell the food. So I went into GCSE drama mode and <laughs> pretended that I could smell um, up until there's one point where I smelt a mustache wax. Um, and I was like, I was about to say, oh, this sounds good, even though I couldn't smell it. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that one doesn't have a smell. So I nearly uh, baited <laughs> myself out. <laughs> Great acting, fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were quite cool guys. Um, if I was abrupt before, I didn't really mean to be. Um, but they're cool. They're at Beard Mail on their Instagram. And I think they've got a podcast as well um, on YouTube. Um, so yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. And it was a, it was a weird Saturday. I, um, I became famous for a bit. I felt famous. Uh, I thought you were going to be sued. People were stopping me in the street saying, hey, how's it going? Yeah, and everyone knew you. Knew you. Yeah, it, was even... really, it really was like the Avengers movie of my time. It's like, is it now the downhill because of Marvel's yeah. gone downhill? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Phase four right now. Um, four. Speaking of Marvel going downhill, me and JB went to watch um, Wakanda Forever. Um, mid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like it, it, there wasn't anything special. No. But... Like, I liked the memorial to um, Chadwick Boseman. Um, like, I liked that thing, like, and uh, especially the Marvel cinematic bit. Yeah, you know, the, that's the introduction. Yes, yeah, so that bit was really Black cool. Black Panther. It was really quiet, and it was all him. And it wasn't like entirely just Black Panther. It was him. So obviously, Black Panther has the Suit. costume on, yeah, but yeah, most but... of the bits there were just Chadwick. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. so, even he had like the fight scene, and mm, yeah, yeah it went. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool because obviously Chadwick Boseman seemed like a good person to be fair. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. didn't really know much outside of Black Panther. Um, but yeah, the film itself fell short, which a lot of Marvel films are now doing because they're not hiring me. Um, but yeah, it was a mid film. Um, and in terms of Black Panther, the villain in Black Panther, um, Namor. What do you know about Namor, JB? What, what did you know about Namor before Black Panther came out? I don't know. Tung, tung, tung Khan or something like that. Tung. Yeah, Tal, tal, tal tung, Kun Khan. Or yeah, Tal Kun Khan. So I believe, I might not be 100% correct, I believe Namor was originally not um, Meso, Meso-American. Is that what it's called? Mesopotamia. Mes- yeah, Meso, <laughs> uh, Meso, yeah, Meso-American. Um, uh, no, is, is he from the sea? <laughs> but he's 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 influenced by a lot of South American yeah, yeah, yeah. and Central American sort of ideologies. Um, I don't think he was really that. I think his name was actually Namor McKenzie, um, and I think he was uh, American. Um, but he was actually the first super powered person. I'm not sure if he was a hero because he's a villain in Wakanda Forever, but. Um, I don't believe he's a proper villain. Uh, if he might be an anti-hero or something. Maybe. Um, he, yeah, so it was the first one Marvel created um, back in the 1930s or 1920s. Um, and then come Johnny Storm. So it's weird how Johnny's, not Johnny Storm, Human Torch. I don't think it was Johnny Storm just yet. Um, I think Johnny Storm started his life out as the Invisible Boy. Uh, where his sister was no, invisible. Okay. Invisible Woman. Oh, um, so yeah, I think that's how they started up. But yeah, Namor is this powerful, powerful Marvel character. Hulk's gone head to head with him a few times. I've got a comic book of of Hulk fighting Namor. He's not something I'm particularly interested. In. It's cool to see the first, the first Marvel, but they never 
they never promoted it as that, which I think they might have fell short yeah, of. Yeah, they yeah. never were yeah. like, oh yeah, this actually like, is the first um, creative. So obviously, in the, in the sort of chronology of Marvel characters, he's not the first in the timeline. So obviously, there's like apocalypse and all of that, um, chaos and all of that stuff. stuff. Um, but they never really in the marketing person never really said about how Namor was one of the reasons why Marvel was so big. Um, cause obviously it was pre Stan Lee era. Um, Namor. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, who was, who was there before? So I'm not entirely sure. Something like Joe Anderson. I can't remember. Joanne. I, no, Joe Anderson or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah. So when Stanley, Stanley, I believe started off as a young guy who they got off like they, they thought was quite good and then he obviously co-created with Jack Kirby and everyone else yeah, all these sort of everything else basically. more of the popular ones yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah so in terms of the villain Namor was a good character but he just wasn't living up to the hype that I had for him um the blue people avatar um Okay. Yeah. Mm. Didn't really, didn't really impress me. Really. Yeah, they just, you just. I think the only thing you see is them just singing, and then yeah, yeah, that pit was cool. And then the the fighting. See, I have the lady, the the general. She fights the big guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only time you really see a decent fight scene. Yeah. With the... Like even the fight scene between, um, spoiler free, the the Black Panther. And Namor, um, I'm not going to say right at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Even that great. was wasn't all of that. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't that good. Um, a bit disappointing. But anyway, in terms of villain, not that great. But this 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 week, I think it'd be cool to focus on cinematic villains. And I I'm saying cinematic because they're all from cinema, because obviously there are other villains from TV shows and books that we could cover, but these are the five villains I picked out. Um, and I tried to tailor it, because there was a couple that I thought I might cover, but JB didn't know, like, didn't know enough or didn't watch their films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we decided on these five. Um, Don't you expose me for my lack of uh, no? Because if you knowledge. think about, I didn't even know what the Air Jordan <laughs> Chicago. Well, at least that one I can describe it. To you yeah, rather than <laughs> yeah. It's a lot simpler. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with a classic villain who started his life in comic books um, and has been played by many different actors with giving well, given different takes on this character, um, and he is manic he is crazy and he is of course the joker right so what do you who first first i want to say who is your favorite joker that you have seen a uh, jared leto <laughs> <laughs> why no um he's a good singer no he's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that a real answer no or? no no um Oh, I think it's, I would say, because of recency bias, because I've watched mm. it more recent, yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. He was really good. Um, I think, okay, first, why? Why Why? why him? Um, <clears throat> so in The Joker, 
I like it when um when actors portray someone and you can't imagine that act that character to be portrayed by someone else. Okay. Do you I understand just... where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah. So like I can't see any other actor playing as Joker for that movie hmm. to take his place. I think he would I mean obviously we could, we won't be able to see it actually because obviously he's he was the Joker. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just think that movie was very very compelling as well. I feel like it was a very different take on what you'd expect. Because obviously you think superhero movie, but mm. you don't really see anything. No, there's... No, it was just pretty not much... Not anyone, just, is there? Yeah, it was... You could name it as... That movie, you could name it as something that's not Joker. Yeah. And it would still be pretty interesting. Because mm. I think that's why I really like about that movie. I just didn't expect it to be like that. Because you've watched Taxi Driver, right? Yeah. So it's heavily inspired. I can I can see yeah. that, but I what I like about so what I prefer more about Joker is because the thing I don't really like about Taxi Driver is that I feel like the um obviously as the film progresses, Cumber is named Travis. Mm. Yeah, that's his character, right? Robert Nero's character. I think so. I'll, yeah. I'll I think Travis. That. Uh, spoiler alert, he slowly descends into madness. madness. Mm. But I feel like with Taxi Driver, it's very abrupt. Like, out of nowhere, he shaves his head and mm. he's about to kill the yeah. guy, the the uh, the politician. Mm. But meanwhile here, I feel like it's a lot more... They, they, they hint you things that... I don't know, I just really enjoy... I just preferred... Because obviously, at first, he's a, obviously he's a clown. Right? Yeah. And at first, his colleagues... Uh, I think they gave him a gun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had to perform in like a either I'm not sure in a hospital or like a children's something, and then there was a gun that pops out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember that yeah, being and then kids. And it gets right? fired, and it's like slowly. I feel like it's a lot more. It's like a better gradual. Yeah, it's mm. like it's just. A, it, I think it's also much more. There's a lot more, I guess. Uh, uh more thought that goes into the certain. I just feel like it's a lot better the way it transitions Hmm. Um, and then obviously later on the line he kills those two people in the train uh, in the train yeah subway subway yeah Yeah. and then kills Travis yeah (laughs) but Travis just goes out and kills everybody in the the, the, the brothel (laughs) is it a brothel it is isn't it yeah because they're trying to is it Jodie Foster I can't remember that girl he tries to help out yeah I think it might be Jodie Foster a a very young Jodie Foster yeah she's too young Um, you don't know who Jodie Foster is Jodie Foster, isn't that uh, Thor? Thor. <laughs> um, the, yeah, so before I got off, um, one of the characters we changed was Hannibal. Um, and obviously, Science for Lambs, big film, Jodie Foster is the main character in Science for Lambs. Okay, interesting. Um, she's very famous, a very good actress. Okay. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of variety of roles. Um, brilliant. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think, she, I, I don't know if she's ventured into MCU. I know she's done one big blockbuster film series, but I can't remember what it is. Um, but anyway, um, but so you said obviously we sort of compared Joker and Taxi Driver to films from different eras, and I believe is the Joker set in the basically in the same time, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Um, I can... But what I would say, I, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is there's two different ways of looking at both films, if that makes sense. So 
If it is Travis, I can't, I'm not 100% I sure. I think it's Travis. Yeah. He obviously has PTSD. Okay. He's a Vietnam war vet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he has that. So it's underlying and it, that's why it, it comes out. Um, and that was the time. So as in like when the, that film came out, that was the issue of the time. So there's fil- other films like that. So Rambo, the, well, the first blood, was similar where they picked on Rambo and his efficiency of war and his basic, essentially his PTSD got him, there, got him to basically take a more hostage in the rainforest, forest sort of area. Okay. Um, so that is obviously the uh, taxi driver 70s. I can't remember. Yeah, it's, I think it's 70s or maybe early 80s. So that's that was the sign of the times, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this joke, the Joker, um, which obviously focuses a lot on mental health more because in this day and age, mental health that's is a bigger issue. thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay, but that's fair. The, also the main issue in the Joker, which is prevalent, prevalent, prevalent. today, is um, society. Society, okay, so yeah. Now you... The it, top... Yeah, defeating yeah. the bottom essentially yeah, yeah. Okay. beating them up so that's that's where i would just say there's that sort of difference because obviously yeah. there's a time as well because there's some movies that for that time mm. it would be really good but yeah obviously when later down the line some things just don't age as well yeah as it should so taxi driver not focusing 100 percent on travis's mental health mm. was because no one gave a crap about it back then essentially Obviously, nowadays it's a lot different because and it's a lot more relatable. Yeah, the movie much more. Yeah, so in touch with the audience. Basically. Yeah, if okay. they did remake it, I think there'll be a lot more scenes like in the Joker where they are focused on his mental health. Um, but I, I really do like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. The other one I think most people compare it to is Heath Ledger. You know, you said about how, um, <coughs> I think I'm gonna go with Joaquin Phoenix as well as in my favorite Joker. Yep. But you know how you said you can't have anyone else replace that Joker. Yeah. Yes. So. That's why I would pick Joaquin because I didn't think I could see anyone replace Heath Ledger. And then along comes Joaquin Phoenix and does it better. Better, yeah. So yeah, Jared Leto, I always had a problem with Jared Leto. Ever since I saw the trailer for it was Suicide Squad, he was originally yeah. in, wasn't it? And I was like, firstly, I can understand why you would give him tattoos, but then also I can't. I can't see the Joker sit down and have a tattoo. Like, I, I don't know. I can't see him just sit there, be still, and have a tattoo. Like, and he's got loads of them. Like, I can't, I just, that was one thing that was getting at me. And then it was just the performance. Um, oh, no. You always heard stories about how Jared Little would lock himself up and send gifts to his co stars that were like dead rats and all sorts. I'm just like, this guy's nuts anyway. You know, he has his own cult, essentially. Does he? Yeah. Is it's it like R. Kelly? He goes to an island with a bunch of ladies and they talk about stuff. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, I would I would agree with Joaquin Phoenix because he did an amazing job and obviously won an Oscar. Because the only thing is with Heath Ledger, I think if he didn't die, he wouldn't have won wow. the Oscar. Um, Oof. Oof. That's what I think. I Controversial think he wouldn't. takes. Controversial takes. Hot takes. That's what we need more in here. If I was an actor in 2009... I think we obviously the film came out in 2008, so I think it was 2009 Oscars. If I was an actor, then I'd be like, no, can we please release our film after this? Because he's dead, he's done a good performance, and he's going to get it oh, now. Yeah. Um, like, imagine giving your performance of your life, and it's 100% better than Heath Ledger's Joker, but because he died, he's going to get the award. 
it's like it's like the kid who cries the most. I know he's dead. It's like, I'm sad that he's dead, but it's like the kid who cries the most at pass the pass or gets the, gets the last <laughs> present. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Heath Ledger, and rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Um, but I agree with you, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Okay, so in terms of the Joker character in everything, so you're not a fan of the Arkham games, I don't believe. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the game because it was easy. Okay. Um, but in terms of the Joker character in, in everything, it's not just... Okay, yeah, so yeah not taking, just take, Yeah, yeah. it's also taking, like, it taking into account everyone that's played him, um, voice or... Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. What would you give out a 10 for the Joker as a cinematic villain? Uh, wait, sorry, by cinematic, you mean including in games? Yeah, so, every, so basically, as like a villain, is, in villain. In my opinion, he's one of the worst ones in game. Okay. So from my experience, the best ones are in game, mm. it's Scarecrow and Riddler. Okay. Fair I feel enough. like in the games, they were a lot yeah. better. But in the movies, Riddler, he was an interesting character mm. um, comparing it to other villains. But uh, the story about Joker, um, out of 10, like how good he is, uh, probably like. Quite a higher end, like eight. Okay, eight. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would say that's a pretty decent score. So, Mark Hamill was brilliant as the Joker. Yeah, that's a really old one, right? Um, no, so Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker, he plays the Arkham Joker. He plays the um, what was that recent film that came out? The Joker, the laugh, something joke. Ah, oh, no. it was recently came out, and everyone was. Going mad about it. it's basically he played the voice of the Joker so many times. Oh, okay. So um, he just plays a voice. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he does it for Arkham games and for a bunch of others like Kevin Conroy, rest in peace. Um, did uh, Batman uh, for the Arkham games. Okay. Um, and Will Arnett, who is a comedy actor, you know who he is. No. Uh, Let me put like a little disclaimer. So my opinion on the games is more of the character rather than the voice. Yeah. yeah. To me, voice yeah, yeah, is really to yeah. me. If I hear someone's voice, okay, acting it, ha- it helps it get in the mood and mm. gets the character down. Yeah. But to me, I'm not really. I don't know. Yeah. To me, when it comes to games, I care more about like, the game. Yeah, yeah of course, there. yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Will Arnett also did uh, voice work for Batman as well. He he worked with Heath Ledger. So both of them worked with Heath. Uh, not Heath Ledger. Sorry. Um. Mark Hamill. Um. Cesar Romero, the original, um, 1960s Joker. Very campy way, but that was very sixties. Um, and obviously, in the sixties, world of film and television was a lot different. You couldn't, I don't think, you could not have made a Dark Knight in the nineteen sixties. Okay. Um, but obviously, Dark Knight Joker, amazing Joker, The Joker, amazing Joker, Suicide Squad slash Justice League, terrible Joker. Wait, was he there in Justice League? He was in the Snyder Cut. I didn't watch it. Uh, I know that I know that he's there. Um, I've seen the scene that he's in. He blames Batman for Robin's death, I, f- I believe. Okay. Um, and yeah, I will give seven. I'll give seven, mainly because Jared Leto lets me down quite a bit. Okay. Um, but as a villain in itself, it's always good to see how someone's going to take on the Joker um, as a as an actor, and it's quite interesting because it's, it's he's not. It's, it's good. It's good to have that sort of character because yeah, yeah, yeah. what I like about DC villains, um, the two big DC superheroes, Superman and Batman, the villains aren't super powered. Obviously, Batman isn't super powered either, 
but Joker isn't super powered. Lex Luthor. And yeah, Lex Luthor. That's what I like. That's yeah, what that's I liked true. about it. That's true. Because um, it was so, humans defeat. So in terms of Superman, especially Lex Luthor was afraid of a godlike person, which is natural. Is is postmodern a postmodern person? Essentially, with the ability to take over the world, and he was trying to stop that. So in his head, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm stopping this guy from destroying the world." Whereas he was destroying. Yeah, so the world you can himself. relate more to the villains. Mm, yeah, which is different to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marvel because there are a few villains that you're like, okay, like Killmonger, you're like, okay, maybe he's a bit right, and then there's other ones that just, yeah, don't even need like Namor, like just stay underwater, bro. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Who's gonna come and get <laughs> yeah. you? <laughs> um, <coughs> all right. Uh, so next up um, is a character who I've added because I thought I'd give a bit of variety. Um, is Pennywise from the It films. Um, so we've had, from what I know, two incarnations of Pennywise, one played by the great Tim Curry. Do you know Tim Curry? Yeah, he looks he, British, right? I believe so. Yeah, he's British. Yeah, he's in Home Alone as well as yeah. the uh, number two. Which one is he in Home Alone? He's um, is he one of the robbers. No, he's... Uh, Works for a hotel. Uh, I know what he looks like. That's the thing. His, his face is very yeah. It's very memorable. It's like his smile is very yeah, very memorable. You know the, the the cartoon version of the Grinch. I think it's a smile of the Grinch. It, he does very Tim Curry. Yeah. Um, but and then also played by I always get Skarsgård wrong, but I think it's Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, the new one. Um, the new one who did. I think he did a really good performance. I didn't like the two films. I thought they were boring, but rubbish. All right, I think for me the first movie was better. Yeah, I, I agree. Say. Yeah, first movie was better. The second movie was just weird because I don't know because obviously he's an alien. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Pennywise is an alien, and he yeah. does some weird stuff at the end. I'm just yeah. like, what is this? It's it, to me, it was like a, it was like you know one of those games where you just press a button, and you dodge things. I think yeah. that was, that's what it felt like watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the idea that he he's essentially a boggart from Harry Potter, where he inhabits your fears. Mm. Um, I like that in a villain because that is. In reality, compared to, say, the Joker, um, in reality, that will scare me more. Because if I see a clown, I'm not scared of clowns. If I see a clown, admittedly, I don't know how crazy he is, I will fight. But if I'm not, I'm not sure what my deepest fear would be because I don't think I realised that until it turns into it, essentially. I think I would not fight my deepest fear, whereas I would fight a clown that's waving a knife around. If that makes, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, let me give you a really interesting story, actually. Yeah. Sorry, this is the cut. Because oh. this is related to uh, Batman, actually. I think this is a Batman game where you know Scarecrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's he's the same as Pennywise, so he inhibits your fears. Mm. And I think there's one scene, there's a part in the game. I can't remember which game it is exactly. I don't know if it's. I think I remember seeing a clip about it. And then what it actually does is that it puts your game into a main menu screen because a gamer's fear is not having to save the game. So yeah, in the game, yeah. they actually put you back to the main, which is really interesting. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that was really interesting. I, I, I like that part. Um, but yeah, I'll think I'll be more scared. But does that make him a better villain? No, I think the Joker has. It's a bet. Uh, okay, so yeah. Um, I might be hypocritical <coughs> of a villain later on, but he got defeated by kids essentially. Um, Pennywise. Yeah. But what do you think of Pennywise? So, as a so okay, what's really cool about it, I think about Pennywise is I can imagine him 
inducing phobia to people, mm. which is very, which just shows how strong like that character is. Yeah. Obviously, if they watch that movie, I can imagine kids getting scared of clowns. Yeah, which is, and I just feel like that's a very good kind of like character trait if it's mm. if it's portrayed in a way where people can get scared of things. Yeah, because if you just see like a Joker and then he's not really scared. Like in Joker, you don't get scared of him. You no. just, you just you more feel empathy sometimes with Joker. I think in Joaquin's one, yeah. Yeah, Joaquin, yeah. sorry. Not yeah. just Joker, Joaquin yeah. specifically. Mm. Um, but with this one, I just feel like, okay, it's not as good as the Joker as a character, but yeah. Pennywise is, I would say, he is okay. Like it's mm. not really something, because I, I didn't get scared. That, that whole movie wasn't no. really scary. It was most of pop-ups. But then again, yeah. We're so used to horror movies. Yeah, yeah, to exactly. us, it's just... And also, it wasn't... Obviously, they can't do this as a film, but it wasn't our fears. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is, I think, a bit different, where obviously it's hard to to tap into everyone's fear. Like, because obviously, I think me and you are a bit different, but we were going to a horror movie expecting not that great stuff, which is why I think Country might surprise us a little bit. Yeah. Um, and Hereditary, obviously, we hated it. Um, but... I loved it. You were in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it'd be hard to do that. But yeah, I wasn't scared of Pennywise. Yeah. Um, when they were beating him up with a bat in the first one, um, I was like, Just yeah, at the end, right? Yeah, give me a bat and I'll beat the crap out of that clown as well and beat the crap out of the kids afterwards. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Out of ten. Five. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go for five. It's, it's, there's nothing special about it. No. That's the thing. No. So there's nothing special that stood out and it was nothing really that bad about it. Yeah. It was just like, I just, I mean, yeah, I mean, five, maybe 5.5 because maybe you won't see red balloons ever the same again. I never really cared about balloons. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so we've had the Joker and Pennywise, two clowns who have been around for decades. So obviously Stephen King created it. Yes. Um, and I was about to say Steve Ditko, but I doubt it's Steve Ditko. Um, whoever it was created the Joker. Um, and they've been around for years. And it has, I think Pennywise especially has created a phobia of clowns and many people. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I think. Um, along, with, along with the real life serial killer, Don Mangesi, who was a killer clown. Killer clown yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this next one, who has also been around for a lot of time but has not had cinematic presence um up until well technically his first appearance was 2012 where you guys didn't believe me that it was him you guys thought it was well the purple thing it was barney, barney <laughs> um i remember some of our friends said it was not nah, it was red skull i was like no it's it's fanos all right so fanos obviously probably the biggest villain of the 2010s probably i can't think of another villain in 2010s that would beat thanos as in like not as in beat him up in a fight as in in terms of the presence he had and what everyone spoke about i think he's up there kylo ren turned good um palpatine returned but it was terrible um Jason Statham turned good in Fast and Furious. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think there was any other villain, unless you can think of one, <laughs> that had uh, that presence and that... Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate. <laughs> Technically, he's, he's... 
twenties, and he yeah, sort of, yeah. he's a COVID sort of hero, isn't he? For most people, um, but yeah. So Thanos, right? Give me your thoughts on Thanos first. So I think, okay, I would say that there's not too much backstory behind Thanos. I yeah. would say it's not as padded out as a Joker. I would mm-hmm. compare to. But I think what's really big about him is that he defined a certain type of villain during this time of like superheroes. Because yeah. obviously he was pretty much the main villain. Who cared about Ultron? Mm. Who cares but, about Ultron? Who cares about if I stop you there, sir? Okay. So you don't talk about the Joker and the padding. If Joaquin's Phoenix Joker didn't come out, would you have said the same thing? So by by that are you saying There has not been a film there's been comics? But there's not really been a film that has Arthur Fleck um, and his story. Because technically still, the Joker doesn't have a have name. A, yeah, okay. Um, but Arthur Fleck is one of them that... Um, and do you know why it's called Arthur Fleck? I think someone like Ben Affleck. And so Arthur for A. Fleck. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so would you have said the same thing? No. Hmm. Okay. No, it's, it's especially just one, it's just especially in like movies as well. Because obviously, yeah. when you see him being portrayed in... The other movies, so like the Dark Knight, yeah, is, it's just yeah, because there's hints at it, but it's um, not really. He's more of just like a villain, yeah. He's yeah, do, he's if you this, if you look at the Dark Knight's Joker like carefully, there is. I know we keep talking about Joker and especially Thanos, but there is underlying things about what he might have been a war vet before. Okay, um, so his scars could have been from war. He could because there's that one bit where they're paying homage to soldiers and he's, got, he's without makeup and he's actually a soldier in the um parade i can't mm-hmm. essentially remember what happened there. but anyway yeah so Thanos, yeah but although he, i think he just defined a certain type of villain yeah he's pretty much just a really big villain in the especially just in the at least in our when we got in well when we got interested in like uh mcu because at the moment i can't see anyone replacing thanos in the mcu Hmm. Like something one-upping Thanos. Okay. I don't know. At the moment, maybe I'm just blind and I'm just not seeing it. No, I, I not yet. So not. I don't think anything's come out of MCU. I know they're going to go for Kang the Conqueror, um, who will be the next Avengers villain. Yeah, I believe. Um, and he's going to be in Quantumania as well. I think. Yeah, it was in the trailer. Yeah. Um, but I like. I would obviously pick a couple of people like Hulk. Hulk is an Avengers level threat. If he gets to absolute rage, okay. Hulk, um, Adam Warlock could be, even though he's more of a hero. But yeah, if yeah. he can easily take on the whole of MCU, um, uh, Doctor Doom as well, who's allegedly going to be coming soon. If he, if they give him more than what fan- the two Fantastic Four films, well, three technically, but the ones that he was in, um, gave him, he has the he has the ability to be an Avengers level threat. Uh, Thanos, obviously, everyone's going to think of Thanos because yeah, yeah. Infinity War snapped his fingers and half the, half of them turned to dust. Um, he obviously left Hulk alone. Um, and with Thanos, uh, there is actually... So comics, obviously, they give out different things. So everyone's always fighting about how everything would turn out. Would Hulk beat Thanos? Would Thanos beat Hulk? Obviously, he beat Hulk in Infinity War. But there is a comic storyline where Thanos beats, basically defeats everyone and doesn't lose, essentially. 
um, and keeps Hulk as a pet on a leash, which I think is quite cool. Um, but in terms of the cinematic version of Thanos, he was an ever-present like feeling of doom um, ever since 2012, which is quite impressive considering it took six years for us to actually come face-to-face with him. Um, there's, uh, I'll talk about it with another villain as well that we're going to talk about in a second. Um, there's a, a good storytelling technique to having a villain who is there in the background, everyone's afraid of, but doesn't appear until quite late on. Okay. It's hiding the bomb technique almost, Alfred Hitchcock says. So everyone knows that there's a bomb under the table, but they just don't know when it's going to go off. Okay, I can see Um, that. So that's what I liked about Thanos, is that there was that. And I think it also added to the fact that in 2012, when we went to watch Avengers, just before that, I had actually read the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I saw his background of how he how he got the stones and stuff, um, and how but they didn't mention it. And because I think MCU they wanted him to be a big big bad man, um, so there was no mention of Lady Death. He's in love with Lady Death, and that's what, he wants to impress her. So that's why he goes after stones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in this, he's more of a tyrannical person who thinks he's doing good. Yeah, he, he, just, revenge, right? Because he killed. He's the last type. Sort of, yeah, I believe, but also the fact that he thinks he's doing good because he's making everyone's lives better by halving the amount of people with the same amount of resources instead of clicking his fingers and giving triple the amount of resources. Um, But um, yeah, so out of 10, or any more thoughts on Thanos? Yeah, so I would just say he's a pretty good villain, but I don't think it's as good as the Joker. Okay. I think the Joker's a lot more, I don't know, to me, I feel like with. Thanos, to me, for me at least, Mm. he was obviously, as you said, he was he was being teased in 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 past uh, movies. Um, But I feel like it was only that obviously when he came out, when he was more fleshed out, there's a lot more story. There's a lot more, which I hope, which I wish they did a bit more. Yeah, like I always sorry to interrupt again, but you know how they're doing all these MCU shows. They had one for him. For, ah, I wish they okay. had the sort of Infinity Gauntlet show. Yeah, that would be have, interesting. It's a yeah. lot better rather mm. than introducing all these characters I yeah, don't yeah. care about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, out of 10 for Thanos. <coughs> seven. Seven? And that's what we gave the Joker, wasn't it? I gave eight to the Joker. I gave seven. So I'm going to give seven as well because I want them to be on the same level as I think there's more to come from both if they can. Obviously, yeah. Joker 2 is coming out. But I think Thanos more is dead in MCU. Yeah, so it's but, not going to... Um, they potentially... No one's really dead in MCU. Um, really? Yeah. I feel like with the cinematic universe, I feel like it's a little different. A little. Uh, different. Nah, I think if they want to make more money, they'll bring back. They will. Them. They will. But yeah. I think it's a Especially... lot more. It's a lot more certain than compared to what yeah. I hear. I hear in the comics because in yeah. the comics they just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I think with the added time traveling element to uh, what happened with Endgame. I think they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's our excuse to get back. I don't care. I wouldn't care if Thanos doesn't come back. Like, I literally don't care because it was a good end. Mm. Um, he got defeated by his own, basically, his own mistake. And that was one thing I didn't like was that he... So basically, Thanos is so powerful in the comics um, so that when he got afraid of everyone coming back in the, through the portals, I thought, like, nah, that's not really him. Because um, technically, he can take out everyone without his army. Um but he had his army. So oh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have an army, right? No, no. He doesn't have an army. No. 
Um, not really. Um, but yeah, so Thanos, I will give the same as Joker, and you gave him seven as well. Yep. Um, next, we're going to go for a classic, um, a villain who I think might be my highest rated villain, um, who defined a generation, um, who has appeared in three films, point probably like five, because he was in um, a scene in one of the recent, recent ones. ones. Um, For a second, I thought you were talking about the other no. one. No. <laughs> um, this is, of course, the big bad Darth Vader. All right, so Darth Vader, um, Jedi, well, former Jedi, oh, yeah. um, named Amonkin Skywalker, father <gasps> to... Father, Luke's father, no! <laughs> father to Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa. Um, what makes him good is that he is good in the end. Um, well, he repents his sins in the end. I think that's impressive, considering that, considering that he was someone everyone feared for a bit like it's crazy what you hear about star wars these days people call people who watch star wars nerds da, da, da. like it's you would think it was a niche it was so mainstream when it came out it was a blockbuster like like nowadays with films like if star wars came out now and it was a blockbuster no one would be like oh wow but back then for a film like star wars to be a blockbuster he paid a massive part of it because he was a bad guy who you couldn't see his face had a very impressive voice um, that was played by James Earl Jones, who also Mufasa in Lion King, um, and he was actually played by a British British man called David Prowse um, from Bristol. So he was Bristolian, had a Bristolian accent, and then they dubbed his voice because they didn't, they didn't like his voice. Yeah, savage. Um, but he's got paid big bucks for that film, um, and he obviously defined a whole generation, like Luke, like saying, "No, I am your father." Which people most commonly get no, mistake, yeah. mistake it to Luke. Um, it's classic, right? Everyone copies that. If like, how many times have have you met someone called Luke, right? And I guarantee you, someone, anyone that's called Luke, email in. How many times has someone said, "I am your father" to you? Like, it's classic. His red lightsaber is amazing, especially that scene in Rogue One. It's called, yeah, yeah, Rogue One, where it's in the dark. Yeah, yeah, and that is foreboding is amazing so i think what's really cool about darth vader is that whenever there's a scene you know it's always going to be good yeah you know what I mean? yeah like yeah you see the red lightsaber you mm. hear the breathing you hear the music yeah you know something's gonna come out. and i just think it's a very yeah i just think it was a very it's a very well um i guess it's like a character that you know what you're gonna get and yeah, I think just think it's always. <laughs> I remember that Rogue One scene. I remember, so uh, we were getting spoiled. So when I was watching, I think it was in uni, mm. we were getting spoiled um, because someone already watched it. Yeah, I, I think I was watching my uni friends, um, and then what that person said was like, "Wait until you see uh, Darth Vader," and I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, yeah, it, it lived up to it. So yeah, that cool. scene was amazing. Um, I think it was in the trailer, though, I think. I feel like it was in the trailer. I think there was, might have been a scene where the red, light, red lightsaber comes through the wall. I'm not 100% sure. I don't think they show him exactly, but yeah, and obviously that film had Leia in it as well, um, a CGI version of her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a classic 
like stamped his name into film history. Like it's weird when people think of characters like best characters. I think he's in the top one hundred, and it's weird to have a sci-fi character like him in that. Because these are I'm not just saying like IMDb top one hundred characters. Because that would have Thanos, everyone that we mentioned basically. Yeah. But these are like proper proper film critics. Uh, where Citizen Kane will be like number one or whatever, um, and they would have Empire Strikes Back and Darth Vader in their lists, and that is amazing. Like, I'm just looking behind me. Uh, is Darth Vader there? Darth Vader? No. Damn, why he's not there? No, he he is. Is he top, top left? No. Yeah, in the background. Yeah, so that's how good he is. He can literally. You don't need to show him as a whole character. His mask, mask. would yeah. invoke a fear into. People. Yeah, I can see that. I fear and excitement. It's yeah. fear and excitement. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say people are scared of it. No, no, no. It's more of just like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, but it's also like you, you hear that lightsaber go out and you see that it's glowing red. You're right. like, yes. Because when I watched the trailer for Force Awakens and that happened with Kylo Ren going through the snowy forest. No, I didn't watch that. I didn't uh, watch the latest one. Did you not? No. But that trailer, that scene, I was like, yes. I was like, damn, that feels good. There's a, it's weird that there's a three-pointed lightsaber but it felt like Vader's back. Um, and Kylo Ren, I think, was okay. Like, I like Adam Driver. He's obviously my pick for Severus Snake. Um, but he looks like the he looks like the part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Darth Vader out of ten. Or any uh, more let thoughts? Me say something, actually. Yeah? Any thoughts? Although I would say he doesn't look as scary as Darth Maul. No. So yeah. So Darth Maul, I think, is a good character. With a double end, just like say, but when I played um, Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. I went straight for that. Okay, okay. You're essentially supposed to pick that up later on in the game. I accidentally stumbled upon it, um, um, and I got that quite early. Because uh, what's his name? Um, Liam Neeson. When they have a fight, uh, yeah, Quijon. Quijon, or whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say he's probably on par with the Joker. I would say. I would say he's better than Joker. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of cinematic quality as well. Um, I think it's just because, for me as well, there's also obviously three movies where it's a bit more, you know, a bit more fleshed out. Mm. Rather, Well, I mean, I mainly, <laughs> Joker's been how many movies? Yeah. So many. But obviously, that's just because to me, the Joaquin one just stood out compared to yeah. the rest. Well, of course, with Darth Vader, they've given them prequels. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Anakin Skywalker's take. Um, on things, um, but but both Joker and Darth Vader, you've got this thing that defines them. So Darth Vader is obviously his red lightsaber. So you don't need to see him. All you need ah, to do is okay, see that's that. That's really fair. That's um, really fair. And with the Joker, is the same. All you have to do is hear him, hear yeah. his laugh, or just see the like the, the. It doesn't look like a normal thing though. Mm. Normal clown. It's yeah. not really like a Pennywise looking yeah. clown. It's just the same. Yeah. Um, but but to be honest, all those. I mean, they all have one. Like Thanos has the gloves. So, um, like, I would, has the sort of, yeah. Um, but w- what I'm trying to get at is, with you don't need to see Darth Vader in a, say in a trailer. Okay. And you just need to see the red lightsaber, yeah. and that will invoke an excitement. Yeah. Whereas with, if you just see the glove of Thanos' hand, I don't think that invokes the same. And say I film a scene with you. We're going through a building, like it's you're like a detective or something with a gun, you're trying to obviously, you're scared of something and all we hear is a maniacal laugh. Okay. And everyone knows that's a Joker. Joker yeah. That's all you need. That's what I like about Darth Vader and the Joker. 
Um, but I would put Darth Vader above because it's, I don't know, there's something about yeah, Darth yeah, Vader yeah. that I just love. So I would give Darth 8.5 out of 10. Okay. What would That's, you give him? Oh, I already gave him 8. 8? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so yeah, Darth Vader. Are you agree with that? Yeah. Cool. Um, so our next one is a recent-ish villain compared to most of the others. Um, been around since 1991. Um, and he's had, I would say, about three or four different people play him. But, yeah. Um, he is, of course, he who must not be named Lord Voldemort. Um, Tom Riddle, if you're not a pussy old. Um, you can call him Tom Riddle for his face, um, which Dumbledore does, which I find always very impressive. Like, imagine a villain like Dum- uh, Voldemort coming up to you out in the Ministry of Magic, and you'll be like, "Yo, Tom, what's up?" Like, that's that's some that's some balls, mate. Dumbledore got balls. Um, but yeah, with Voldemort, um, what do you think of Lord Voldemort? Um, as a non Harry Potter fan. So I know that so, you, you don't mind Harry Potter, but you're not a fan like I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, funnily enough, so I've watched um, up until, uh, what's the fifth movie? Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. I think I've watched up to there recently. Um, and I feel like, so what's really cool about him is that I grew up more with, I'm all these villains, and yeah. he's probably the one I grew up more with. Like, yeah. Closer, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. obviously, then I would watch like obviously Batman, but Batman yeah. wasn't really. I don't know. To me, it wasn't really something. I think when I, at that age, I just mm-hmm. didn't really connect to. Um, because my brothers love Harry Potter; they had the books. Yeah, and I, I just couldn't be bothered to read the books. So gonna, <laughs> You're missing out. Um, and obviously, we'd watch the movie, mm. and obviously, my favorite movie was three, right? Right, same. And yeah. unfortunately, he's not there. No. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously he comes back in the Goblet of Fire because that's Number when four. he gets summoned yep. back by Wormtail. I want to say summoned back. Well, you know what I mean. He gets he back. rehashed, reborn, sort of. So he is a little fetus-looking yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets dumped into something, yeah. So I get what you mean, yeah. So he's basically brought back to his full power by Wormtail. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I wasn't too, I guess, I think near at that end stage of the movie, mm. I lost more interest in the movies. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, with when it comes to Voldemort, I feel like he wasn't too scary for me. Yeah. I, like, I feel like compared to the other um, villains, um, I just felt like he just was not as good as them. Okay. Well, not as good as I would say. He's probably on the same level as Thanos. Okay. Um, because he's pretty much like a really, obviously, similar to Thanos, like a really strong, um, what is he? Wizard. Wizard, I guess. A <laughs> wizard in the, because obviously you kind of learn about how he is and like, obviously you, you learn about the Horcruxes and how he's, I think a bit of his, when you kill someone, you can put yeah. a bit of salt somewhere. Yeah. And that's how it works, yeah, yeah. right? And then, you don't die, you can't die. And to me, like, I just think just all of these powers, I just feel like is very 
I don't know. It was really strong. I just, mm. I just couldn't really, I don't know. To me, I just can't compare them home that well with all the other ones. I don't yeah. know. To me, it's just not, his, his peak is not as good as the others, I feel like. Okay. As a villain. Okay. Uh, what criteria that is, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously I know a lot more. more yeah. Um, and so you said you only watched up to five. I've watched all of them ages ago. Yeah. Re- recent, recent, recent viewing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so of course, Voldemort um, appeared in the Philosopher's Phone. Philosopher's Phone? Yeah, have phones. Philosopher's Stone um, first. And he was just a face um, on the back of another head, back of a head, um, which was scary enough because like, what what I what I like is firstly about the books. J.K. Rowling had enough confidence where they, she didn't bring Voldemort back in the first one. Um, okay. She had enough confidence that she was going to make more, um, and so just had Voldemort on the back of someone's head with the idea that he was going to come back. If that makes sense. Okay. Dumbledore basically knows everything. He's like, yeah, that man's coming back. Cool. Um, so he's essentially he was only in. Um, well, he was he was in. Out of seven, I'm not gonna. Like, I'm putting seven and eight together in terms of films. He was in um, five of the seven, essentially. So he was obviously the face at the back of a head. He was the um, re, what the ghost, the ghost version of himself. Like vision is that weird? That like he's a 17 year old version of himself in Chamber of Secrets, not in Prison of Azkaban, which I think is quite cool because it focuses on downfall of Voldemort and President of Azkaban and how that came about more and how and why basically and how he went after Harry's parents. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. obviously in the first two they, they speak about that and they speak about oh how Voldemort's going after him. But then in the third one it's sort of like okay makes sense. So this is why he turned up at the house to kill Harry. James. Like, we don't know fully the reason why but it's, this is how it happened. Um, this is who betrayed him, um, despite Dumbledore obviously putting in his best protection. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with with Voldemort, the main thing is is that everyone's scared to say his name. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a villain, a great villain trope. Yeah. Um, okay. Like now you're now you're saying stuff. Now you're you're. Yeah, you know, explaining a bit more. Okay, now I understand because I couldn't really explain. Sorry, it's very bad no, it's explanation. <laughs> I, was, I think I was just struggling to find one. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. so I want to I explain. So, like, I think we're going. We try to keep these an hour, but I think we're going to go a bit over this episode. Um, but uh, like, if you think there are dark wizards before, so one of the ones before, probably the one before Voldemort is Grindelwald, who appears in Fantastic Beasts, which I think they're not carrying on, which I'm annoyed about. I don't think they're great films. I just want to see Dumbledore versus Grindelwald. Um, and they need to do that. Um, but people still call him Grindelwald, right? But this is some guy, Lord Voldemort, which isn't his real name. So basically, imagine people not calling me Muno because they're so scared of me, bro. Like, everyone's scared to say his name. And the reason why is so, which is explained later on, is good, right? So do you know the reason why? So... Well, this, well, it's a theory more than it's explained oh. properly. So, um, the Dark Mark, which I think is a great creation, um, which is if the Death Eaters or Voldemort himself create commit a crime um, in a house or somewhere, they will shoot up the Dark, dark Mark because they're so 
confident and they're powerful enough that no one's going to stop them, that they will mark the area. So everyone in that area is going to shit themselves, right? So you see that, you think, oh, no, my family's dead. Yep. So you run home, um, which is how they got Dumbledore. That's how they killed Dumbledore, essentially, because he saw that above Hogwarts and was like, damn, there's someone's in there that's going to die. Yeah. So he rushes back, and he's obviously tired, he's ill, um, and that's how basically they get him. Um, and, like, so people would often see the dark market scared, but what would also happen is that they would say his name, and suddenly bad things would happen. It was, like, cursed. And obviously in Deathly Hallows, we find out it's tabooed. And it's got a magical spell. spell on it where if you say his name, his followers will come, come find him. Because yeah. the people, essentially, it's a good idea, right? If everyone is so scared of his name, the people who are going to say his name are the people that are not scared. Yeah, and they're the ones fighting against him. Yep. Which is how they catch Harry. Because um, I don't know if you you've, you haven't read the books, and so no. they don't explain it in the films. So the only, Harry's worded out a little bit because at first everyone's scared to. Tell him the name. Hagrid is terrified of the name, and he's known everyone else to be scared. Even Hermione's scared. Like she says, "Who, like you know who and whatever." But the people that don't, um, that he first meets, uh, well, Dumbledore originally, because Dumbledore's like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm better than him." Like, essentially, he's right because right, Voldemort yeah, yeah. is scared of him. So the one that Dumbledore dies in, Voldemort does not appear at all in that film, other than. As flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Lupin. So yeah. Remus Lupin, which I think is quite, like, when you figure out the background, it's quite cool. Like, him and Sirius both say Voldemort because Voldemort, especially Lupin, took everything. So Lupin, this is why Voldemort's a good villain. Okay. So Lupin had no kids at this point. No, anything. So all he had were the friends who accepted him as a werewolf when he was in school, which were Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. So Peter Pettigrew, Sirius Black, um, James Potter. He Voldemort personally kills James. Yeah. And it was revealed that, um, well, it's said that Sirius is the one who betrayed him. And it is also said that Pettigrew goes after him. After Sirius, okay, and therefore gets killed by Sirius. This is how it's been. This story is said, and Sirius is put in prison. So Voldemort, with just one act, even though he died, well, technically, part of him died that night, caused mayhem for one person. But that one person causing Voldemort because he's like, "You've ruined my life," and yeah, and Sirius is the same. It's weird, okay. like, like, like the people that, yeah. Um, but with yeah, with Voldemort, I just think. People always say, oh, it'd be so easy to shoot him. No, he's a guy with a magic wand. A bullet would do nothing. He will get rid of the gun before you're able to do it. Um, like, people don't realize that in the books, especially, wizards' reactions are just like gun jewels, you know, like in West, Western films. It's just like that. So they're quick. That makes sense. Okay, so it's like comparable to like a shootout. Is that yeah. What it's so interesting. Like Dumbledore it... would easily smoke Harry because he's not just because he knows more, but because he's a lot quicker. Um, because obviously in the sixth book, uh, Harry is supposed to learn non-verbal spells. If you can do a non-verbal spell, that means you can be a lot quicker. Yeah. Um. <coughs> but yeah. So. 
and people always say, oh, we got defeated by kids, which obviously I was a reason like, why I didn't. Pennywise. Yeah, but he was not defeated by kids. He was defeated by himself. So he created Horcruxes, but he created Horcruxes on items that Dumbledore especially was able to figure um, out. Yeah. Because um, he used three out of the four uh, founders of Hogwarts items and used personal items as well. Um, and therefore, he would basically his own downfall. Um, like, I wouldn't put him higher than Darth Vader because I think Darth Vader is better. I would put him on the same level as the Joker, better than Pennywise, better than what did I put Thanos? I don't know. Uh, I think if they give Thanos seven. Yeah, so he's on the same level as Thanos. Yeah, I would say the same. I would put him at the same level as Thanos. Yeah. Um, but they evoke different type of fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it's pretty much, the, yeah, I would say this is very similar to how they Harry Potter was the MCU before. It was an MCU yeah. before there was an MCU. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I did an essay at uni where I was like, <coughs> if it wasn't for Harry Potter, would Lord of the Rings have been made? Because Lord of the Rings, obviously, books were a lot earlier, but would the reintroduction of the fantasy genre, which is going downhill by the time Harry Potter come out? Yeah, I would say Harry Potter is probably the original one that was first really big. Yeah, so obviously Lord of the Rings, really Flesh of the Ring, and Philosopher's Stone <coughs> came out in the same year. Is it? Yeah. Um, but would it have been greenlit if there wasn't a confidence that people would watch True. a fantasy film? We don't know, but um, yeah, Voldemort, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Seven yeah. out of ten for me, same as Thanos. Yeah, um, yeah, he was just powerful, but it, it it's a testament to Dumbledore how powerful Voldemort was. The fact that you're you're the fear of the most powerful Voldemort. dark wizard that's no. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like people obviously hate on Dumbledore for giving a, a young kid so much tasks in his life, but and not telling the full seek like the full thing, but that guy was a genius and rest in peace. Um Albus Dumbledore. You got tricked into Yeah, got tricked. No, it's good he Because it's <laughs> like as a testament to Voldemort as well, as a villain, he didn't use himself to kill Voldemort, uh, to kill Dumbledore. So his biggest threat, he didn't use himself because he was like, that's what makes him a decent villain as well is that he has no regard for anyone else. Um, so it's said by Dumbledore in Half of Prince that Dumbledore does, doesn't care. Like people call, people in school would have said, oh yeah, he's my friend. He wouldn't have said the same. same thing. Okay. Um, he doesn't care about what happens to his his minions. Um, it, he just sends them out to do... Do his job. Yeah. Do his dirty job. Yeah. yeah. So he right. obviously picked Draco Malfoy as a punishment to Lucius Malfoy. So he didn't pick Draco because he thought he could do it. He thought Draco would die on this quest. Because Draco's supposed to kill Dumbledore. Yeah, right? but yeah. Um, he always knew that it would be he, Snape. He wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, he always yeah. knew that Snape would end up having to do it. Um, But yeah, so that's that's the villains. Um, Darth Vader's my number one. Your number one was the Joker? No, both. both. Joker and Voldemort? No, no. Uh, Darth and... Vader? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, so we we agree on that, Darth Vader. Like I, I do like the Joker. Yeah. Um, but I just think Darth Vader's the um, OG top G. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I love especially yeah. when uh, Battlefront when you do the heroes versus villains. <laughs> King. Um, but yeah, I hope there is more. Like, it would be cool to have a. I think. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to have a series of Darth Vader on his <coughs> adventures. Because there, there are comic books and books about Darth Vader's um, post creation, I would say, post creation adventures. Adventures, yeah. Um, uh, just for the same how, how Half Blood Prince was basically the prequel to, well, prequel for Voldemort's life. So we saw him. Um, I might, in a future episode, because this is a long one, um, might talk about more about Voldemort's past because I, I think that would add to his villain Story. villains yeah fair enough um because it is quite sad in a way um but yeah so episode 17 17 yeah, yeah. i think i remember yeah if i remember um who's the bigger villain me or jb like everyone's gonna say me but jb's yeah, that, yeah, that sneaky is. one exactly. that sneaky no, no. one no it's like, always like the really scary guy. Well, we did mention, right, about yeah. villains. So we obviously talk, talk, spoke about these ones. But in every single one, there's that one villain, one person that everyone hates more than these villains. So we love these characters, right? We love Joker. We love Darth Vader. Yeah. We love Voldemort. But there's also always a character that is worse in the series that they are in, in terms of how much people hate them. Okay. So with Umbridge, is my example for Harry Potter, everyone hates her more than Voldemort. Voldemort yeah, I can see um, with I think these days people say Jar Jar Binks for for Star Wars or the Ewoks or whatever. Um, and what was the other one again? Joker. I would I would no, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Who else is gonna say Riddler? I don't know. But it'd probably be like Catwoman or someone or Talia Go. Um, but yeah, so episode seventeen is now done. Including yeah, yeah. Um, it's a longer one than normal. I know we're trying to keep it at one hour, but I think we just, especially when it comes to Harry Potter, I ramble on. So that's why I think. If I ever do a Harry Potter one, I think it's going to have to be a one episode. But yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, yeah, it is a longer one, but of course, with podcasts, you can pause and come back at any time. Um, yeah, subscribe, follow us uh, on our social media: Twitter, Instagram. What's, what's our what's our what's our tag? What's our, our tag? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> two men, one beer. It's that easy. Even yes. I remember it. And make sure you go. Follow us and make sure you follow Nima, um, the artist, and Nima Tattoo. Yeah. Um, so you can enjoy those artworks and especially our logo. Um, but yeah, we will see you next Thursday. Um, well, no, yeah, it's hard to explain because we've already got, we haven't released. Okay, uh, we will see you next time. Um, right. And have a very lovely time. Bye.